0: This week on the Doncast, we've got Nikki Johnson from Johnson & Sons Barbers. Nikki and I talk about all things barbering, Barbery? barbering, being a barber, what it's like working with your son, is there really a difference between men's hair and women's hair? And Nikki walks us through the entire experience that it is getting a haircut at Johnson & Sons. The Doncaster, a podcast all about Doncaster, brought to you by Market Asset Management, the market operators. Just before we get into this week's episode, just a second to tell you about the Creator Pod in the wool market Doncaster. You can come and create your content for your business, your personal brand, using all this gear in this room. Keep an eye out on the creatorpods.co.uk website because as soon as lockdown is lifted... We're ready to go. And if you'd like to come and sit in this chair and be a guest on The Doncast, then all the details will be in the description box below. Get in touch. Let's get you on. Let's have a chat. Enjoy today's episode. So today, Nikki, (laughs) you're here. The barber is what I call you to everybody. The barber.
1: That's what it is.
0: Good. I like, Nicky, for you to introduce yourself because you know you better than I do. So, who are you and what do you do, mate?
1: I'm Nicky Johnson. I'm a barber. I work with my son. Um, And we just do what we do. We do what we do best. Yeah, Yeah, yeah.
0: Not just any barber. It's an experience, isn't it? You don't just come for an haircut. You get an experience when you come for an haircut with you.
1: Yeah, I mean, the process me being a barber um for me you know from from beginning till till now it's been a long process of years and years of you know dedication practice sacrifice everything Mm -hmm. to be able to get to this point you know and that's like you know for the first time in years I feel like I have actually got to that point yeah um you know obviously lockdown has changed everything and Here we are in the war market, and it's been a brilliant experience. I mean, apart from, you know, when we are here, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we are here. I think, you know, it was quite nervous coming into um, a situation where there's, you know, lots of other traders and lots of people, but I can honestly say... Everybody here is welcoming like family and I feel like a part of the the family and it it, it feels good, you know what I'm
0: saying? Yeah, I like that. I really like that about the wool market is you're not on your own. Like if you've got a Mm -hmm. shop in the middle of a street... I mean, it's good and you can make it work, obviously, it can lots of people do. But here, I do get the feeling you're part of something else. And yeah. as well, you, you like, even when it comes to basic, like marketing and stuff like that, yeah. you're not yeah. just on your own. You've got the pull of the entire building, of the other people. People that's might it, come in for food it. and then they're like, all oh, right, mm. I can get my hair cut here as well, and vice versa. Yeah. Come for an yeah. haircut, end up having some chips or whatever it is that, the, that they might order. Yeah. Um, I like to ask people, Nikki, um, mm-hmm. not what you do, we know what you do barber, but why do you do what you do? Is there a reason why why barbering?
1: Um, I think, you know, th- there's a lot of things I could have done. Um, I mean, you know, I've dabbled into music, um, you know, I've had a you know, song played on the radio, I've, uh, I'm an artist, you know, I've even worked in a call centre. There's lots of things that I've done in my life, but when you find something that you are good at, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's like when... It's like cracking a code, when you've cracked the code.
0: yeah,
1: And then it's like, boom, I know what I want to do, I'm good at what I do, and I'm just going to take it as far as as what I can, Mm. you know, to see where it takes me, and that's what I did, you know. And i I say the last six years Mm. has been a massive learning experience from, you know, it's okay, you know, having a trade, but then you learn certain things like, what it is to run a business, mm. you know what it's like to employ people. What it's like, you know, to have all them stresses like piling up on you, and how to really manage that
0: that yeah. stress.
1: And you know, wh- when people start business, you know, start a business, um, you know, people will see the Instagram pictures is all nice, but they don't see you. Your missus giving you foot rub when you're like laid back, you know, after like twelve hours.
0: Yeah, yeah. Cutting
1: hair, you know, yeah. trying to get your name out there and, you know, get people to really respect you and take you seriously.
0: That's so, it. When you're your own business, you're your own accountant, you're your own marketing department, you're your own it. customer service, you're your own everything, aren't you? It is tough.
1: Yeah, so when I look back, you know, you know on my barbering career, um, you know, what the people don't see is like failure after failure. Mm after failure after failure till you actually get it right. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So that's that's where we're at. I feel like I've come through that. And the good thing I love about my job is you just learn something new every day. It's you know, there's always new hairstyles coming out, there's new techniques, there's like, you know, technology has made all the equipment that you use a hundred times better. Yeah. And you know it's continuous yeah. and you just don't stop learning so that that's what i love about it
0: when you talk about equipment i'm i right? i, I do not know if it's all but most of your equipments actually wireless like clippers and everything
1: yeah i mean there's um there's a youtube guy a barber an entrepreneur uh, i think he's called chris bossio he's got um a a brand called Tomb 45. so they started promoting this wireless mat. Yeah, yeah. Like, go on and let's give it a that try. Is cool, isn't it? Um, and it's calling it. And it's kind of what I was looking to do was, because um, back in the day, you know, you'd have all your, your clippers and they all had wires. All the wires would get twisted up, you'd trip over wires. <laughs> and it was just, you know, just looking back, it, it, it wasn't that good. Um, but what I tried to create is something that's ergonomic, mm-hmm. like a an ecosystem that everything within your workspace just flows you know and that's that and that's what we're trying to do with this project is just get it so that you know anyone who who, for the worker for the person who's got to be there all day working um just to make as much of a pleasure as possible
0: yeah that's brilliant that makes sense what's it like working with your son Brilliant. Yeah, you enjoy it.
1: <laughs> yeah, you better ask him that question. <laughs> I have a different answer now. <laughs> I mean, we get on great, you know. Um, the past three years, um, the first thing I said to him is, Do you want me to go easy on you? Do you want me to go hard on you? Yeah. <laughs> says, go hard. So, so I did. Um, and he's, he's come through it, you know. We've had a f- couple of fallouts, you know, and I'd say, if you, if you don't, you ain't doing it right. Yeah. If you don't get to that point, and as I told him this, if you don't get to that point where you question if you still want to do this, when you're ready to walk out that door and never pick up a clippers again, if you ain't doing that, you ain't doing it right. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's how I see it.
0: I like it. I like it. I like that a lot. Um, Yeah, I'm going to say, because how old is he?
1: 23. 23.
0: So what I found, what I found, like with my dad, as I got older, you become more mates, it's yeah, like less yeah, of a father-son yeah. relationship, unless you need someone, and you need your dad to bail you out. But mm. other than that, you do you do have a relationship that's more mates. And when I've seen you yeah. together, it is more like your pals.
1: Definitely,
0: hundred percent. Yeah, mm. and it, and and that works because, like you say, if you're working with family, it, it can be hard. It can make or break you. Yeah, mm. but you seem to you seem to have found that secret.
1: Yeah. Um I couldn't tell you what that secret is or whatever it. Is, you know, just whatever happens, happens. Yeah. And that's... And I think... Um, and I've got another son as well called Bradley. And we all seem to have the same kind of laid-back personality. So, we all seem to really get on well. So, mm. you know.
0: That's good. Do you have a favourite haircut, favourite hairstyle that you like to do? Not necessarily have yourself, but uh, do? Yes. Is it short, back and sides?
1: It's the... <laughs> I like to do flat tops. Right, right, okay. Because um, it's the first cut that I learned to do. Yeah. You know, way back in the day, way back in the 90s, um, they had all these like films that came out called House Party and New Jack City. Um, and it was really like an American influence, you know, and like they just had all, all just really, it was a really creative time. Yeah. So, you know, I'm there, pair of clippers, and what you would do is you would just copy what you saw on, on these films, and mm-hmm. the main cut at that particular time was these high tops, where it was just, you know, like a board on the sides, and, it, and just went square, you know. Yeah. It was just creative sculpting, and yeah. and I really enjoyed doing that, and that's really what got me into it in the first place. So, you know, it's, and I, and I find it mad that, same cut that i did all them years ago i'm still doing today exactly the same yeah maybe a little bit better but yeah (laughs)
0: yeah yeah well you don't We're doing it a bit better if you've been doing it that Mm. many years um have you had any strange requests anybody come in and said like look i want my hair like this or or you do beards and stuff as well
1: uh we do beards um literally i try and cover every single aspect of barbering that i possibly can yeah um request wise you always get um, you know mad requests usually it's someone who brings you a photo maybe of say I'm um, back in the day they bring you a photo of David Beckham yeah and you'd look at him I've it, been one of them and you'd be like it's not ever going to happen you know <laughs> sorry I don't know how to tell you this but yeah. you can't you go know. from skinhead
0: to curtains mate
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then it come you know someone coming with you know blonde curly hair wanting to look like Ronaldo do you know what I'm saying yeah. Those type of things make me look like Ronaldo and i used to say well you know is it the hairstyle that you want or is it do you, do you want to look like him yeah. like, what is it really because I, I can't really do you that haircut yeah 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 <laughs> so
0: that's it um walk me through if you can like what the experience is like because obviously a lot of people are like oh you go get your haircut. you walk in you sit down and you say like you know short back and sides mm-hmm. cheers but your place is different like the customer experience is different so so things like um from a customer's point of view it's booking online only, isn't yes. it, on your app? What's the app that you use?
1: Um, the app's called Booksy, and it's, it's a very simple way of being able to book an appointment. Um, it's good for us, because we don't need to answer any phones, we don't need to, you know, I'm not a secretary, you know, I'm not gifted at speaking on the phone or anything, I don't yeah. think. Um,
0: no one likes talking on phones.
1: phone. And You know, back in the day, you know, someone would message you at two o'clock in the morning. Can you cut me air, mate? mm, mm, You know what I'm saying? (laughs) That takes everything out of the picture. Um, And also it kind of keeps, so it's like a a personal organ. It's like having a PA in an app. And it literally does everything from, you know, booking the appointments. um, uh, the, The thing that I like about Booksy is the fact that, um, and this is for anyone who's running a business not just barbering you might be doing nails anything it keeps your clientele in a box mm. you have um, you have their email addresses phone numbers so for you to be able to contact someone directly through email or drop a, a text blast it's perfect mm. you understand so that's what I like most about it, yeah. Um, I think when you're running a business, you can actually put a little bit too much out there on social media, and forget that you are in competition with other people. Yeah. You know, whether you like it or not, you know that's what it is. It's a competitive business, so you know social media, you can put too much on there, and you can let people know too much. Whereas a, a, an app like Booksy, you can keep everything in a box, private. It's just intimate between you and your clientele mm. and that's kind of the thing we've tried to create is you know a nice intimacy between barber and client which really starts off with consultation which i'd say the most important thing is you know we like to really talk with the customer about what they want you yeah. know, how do you want your hair instead of like turning up sitting there getting your hair cut, and you might like it, you might not. It's like, you know, Russian roulette, I might yeah. like it this time, I might not, you know, at least I think it makes a massive difference if you consult with somebody and just get the consult consultation out of the way. They might want a style that you think, well, it's not going to suit you, but if you try it a little bit different like this, mm. it's better for your face shape, et cetera. Yeah. You know, and that's, I think, the most important thing um, f- for anyone. Yeah really bar brand customer
0: and once you once you're in then you're in there like you've mentioned the ergonomics around the workplace as well so there's no wires like like i've been in (laughs) hairdressers before wires whacking you in face as they go from one side to the other there's none of that sort of stuff music music's a big part of the experience of getting your hair cut your place what type of music do you play
1: um where do i start (laughs) i mean i've like I'm, i'm i'm a music head first and foremost before anything so I listen to jazz, hip hop mainly old school hip hop because I you know I like my nineties. I like uh, reggae, um, soulful house, uh, just a real eclectic mix of mm. you know something with a nice groove. Yeah, something that's, that's laid back, soulful. You know, and that's just me. That's my um, that's my taste.
0: I do think like everything you're saying here. I'm like, and I think people watching and listening they're almost being taken through this experience and they'll understand exactly what you mean by that. Because I think that, having been around the place as well, it, everything you're saying, I'm like, yeah, that is how you describe how it feels. That is how... So you are doing a fantastic job at putting that across to the customer as well. So it's, it's clear that you've really thought about the customer experience. Yeah. Like from booking, consultation, what it's like while you're in there, getting your hair cut. I do think it's fantastic. Over the last 12 months, obviously it's been... I can say a shit show for most people no. what's been quite difficult for you have you found in the last twelve months um
1: I think what people have to realize is is it's not a case of going into lockdown and coming back and just going straight back to work It's a case of going into lockdown and having to basically restart your business from scratch mm. yeah and just be absolutely thankful that you know clientele that you've had in the past do come back to you um, you know it's no secret that through lockdown you know there have been other barbers that have been cutting hair for whatever reasons this is it is what it is mm. you know I don't judge nobody um, but the simple fact is is that for someone like myself who hasn't done it it seems like unfair competition so you can expect you know, some of your clients to. You know, you're not available. You're not convenient, mm. so they'll go somewhere else. And they might like where they've gone to, and that other barber might retain that custom. You know, mm. and and that's just how it is. Uh, um, you don't take it personal. You know, once you've been in business for a long, for so long, that whole like taking everything personal and spitting your dummy out every two minutes. Yeah. Some people don't know what I'm talking about, uh. but that goes out of the way and it's more a methodical kind of thing. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. yeah. That's how I see it. It's been tough um, through lockdown uh, for a lot of people.
0: Have you managed to do any haircuts, like fa- family members or whoever?
1: Yes, and I live, I'm the only man in the house. Yeah. So I live with another four females. Um, do you do their hair? Uh? Yes. Do you? Well, or three a... of them I do, yeah.
0: yeah. How How difficult? Or how different? Sorry, is it men's hair, ladies' hair?
1: Is Um, it a massive
0: difference?
1: Well, um, not really. No. um, a a hairdresser um, from years ago, a guy called Graham Richardson. Hi, Graham. It told me that there's no difference between short and long hair. It's just longer. You're still taking the same amount of hair off. Yeah, it's just longer so i kind of tried to keep that in my mind you know instead of looking at this massive great big wall of hair <laughs> and, uh, and just thinking where do i start yeah um i did watch youtube videos uh, a few instant videos there's a guy called ad felon um i think that's how you pronounce it who put a few tutorials up he was the guy famous for doing david beckham's well, um, oh, okay. so, so I, I seen him on um and he's doing great things uh for the nhs and everything and just shows just the basics of how to you know do Hmm. you know just basic sectioning yeah um so once i learned that you know i've got like plenty of women in the house to practice on so you know
0: good good The one question that i like to finish each episode on with the trader series that we're doing so everybody that works across the market is to ask let's say you're not a barber which obviously we hope that you're a barber and you stay here for, forever. Let's pretend you're not a, you're not a barber. This, this is not here. You've got to go and work at one other business that's located in the wool market. Where would you go and work?
1: I would probably <laughs> say, I'd probably like to sit down and picture this and draw and paint all day probably because I'm an artist and I yeah. do draw and paint. So that'd probably be the natural place where I'd... Probably
0: end up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely.
1: So a bit of art. It's, nice. it's, it's, it's therapy.
0: Yeah, I get that. I get that, definitely. Well, thank you very much, mate. I've oh, really enjoyed no that. No problem, no props. <laughs> I, think, um, I think a lot of people will have, will have walked them, themselves through an experience yeah, yeah, coming yeah. and getting their hair cut from you, and it's always good to hear more about the people behind the business, and you've dropped some uh, serious knowledge about the way you think about business, so I appreciate that. Glad to help. Good. (laughs) All right, thank you very much, mate.
1: Cheers, man.